Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the X-Animal Podcast. Today's guest is Holly, a partner streamer on Twitch and mental health advocate who uses her platform to help anyone struggling with anxiety and depression to win their battles just like she did. If you enjoyed today's episode, please leave a five-star rating and share it with a friend because this is going to be an amazing one. Please remember, all links to Holly are in the description or on the episode page. Check her out. She's amazing. Let's get right into it. Yeah, well, I, I love just like recording and then whenever something starts up naturally, just yeah, cut it right there and then yeah. start it. It's amazing. I love it. Yeah, that's that's also how I like to um make YouTube videos. I like to do it like that. That's the best way to do it. Yes. It's because like if you're like acting, it's you just, I don't know, it feels so unnatural and awkward. I hate that. I hate how unnaturally and awkward it feels. I, w I used to stream like that. I used to be so unnatural and awkward when I streamed. I like sat there super freaking anxious. Those are the times. Sometimes um, I go to other people's streams and they shout me out and like one of those clips pops up and I'm like, ugh. Like, oh, like, yeah. Like, cringe moment. I'm like, uh, but but also it's cool because like that was a time when I was really deep in my depression. So like seeing that, I'm like, wow, I've come a long way. That That's something to smile about today. That's great. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, and like everyone's like this. This is you, and I'm like, guess. Yeah, I was. guess that's me. Yeah, was I guess? <laughs> How long have you been streaming for? Three years. Okay. Yeah. So I started streaming as a way to get over my social anxiety. I I started um having panic attacks, and like I had panic attacks for like a whole year and then some, like every day. And I was like, I need to I need to push through this because I always wanted to be a streamer, but I was like, I'm not good enough. Nobody's gonna like me. Um, and then I was like, I'm just gonna do it. So one day I just sat down. Um, like one day in October, I just sat down in front of my PC and I just, or, or sorry, in front of my PlayStation and I hit go live on my PlayStation. And then um, I just kept doing that. And then when I, I had affiliate and then I just kept doing it for like three years. And then um, in January, we just hit partner. Let's so that's go. Super exciting. Yeah. That's amazing. That's super exciting. Yes. It really helped me with my, with, with my, um, my anxiety streaming did. Yeah, I bet it did. I mean, because you're yeah, sitting yeah. in front of a camera for hundreds of hours talking to people and talking what? to yourself most times. Yeah. Well, like a lot of the times it's self-doubt that really holds you back. Um, and like like working on my, my depression, like just like um, like nine or ten months ago. I say this all the time. I got to a really low point in my depression where I almost gave up, but I didn't. And I started fighting really hard. And like about like four months after that we hit partner and that just shows that if you believe in yourself and you and you get the help required and you really work on yourself and you just have a little bit of hope then you can like accomplish anything wow that's amazing yeah, i really i really hit rock bottom there where i had no hope and then just crawling my way out it's like well i'm either gonna try or i'm gonna die and now I'm, and then i hit partner and i'm like oh Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> maybe antidepressants <laughs> do work. Like maybe reshaping my mind does work. Yeah. So now I feel so motivated and so I don't know. So so ready to tackle life. And your motivation motivates other people. That is like literally the biggest compliment because I almost have a P freaking PhD in depression because I've experienced <laughs> this so much. So being able to use that to help people, I'm like, okay. I'm like a I'm like freaking I went to college in depression for like 10 years over. I love that. That's an amazing yeah. way of saying it. Yeah. <laughs> so like, yes. And like being able to like, like, like you go through so much and you are still alive today. And that just 
that that in my head is super amazing because there's other people who have gone through the exact same stuff as you and they can literally look at you and be like maybe maybe I won't give up today if if freaking freaking digital's this freaking strong maybe I can be strong and that that that's a huge thing for um for combating depression and like self doubt yeah it really is yeah. also before we get too far into this i so all my previous guests have known me like for a, a little bit and have interacted um yes. you don't know my name no i don't yeah i'm i'm anthony yes okay anthony yeah, yeah. so yes just before so you can um so, so you don't have to call me digital <laughs> well now, now you're gonna be like the um you're gonna be like anthony padilla with your podcast who I'm anthony sorry. padilla he's like from smosh but he, he like has the i spent a day with certain people podcast. oh okay yeah so like, right. you'll be like i spent a day with furries i spent a day with like convicts i don't know like just random things yeah okay okay yeah. i never watched smosh i wasn't around back then and I don't mean like for time wise. I just I didn't get on um, YouTube until 2015. Well, Smosh is uh, I don't know. It was like old YouTube, so it's good that you didn't watch it. <laughs> old YouTube was literally so cringe. <laughs> yeah, the annoying orange and everything. It was so cringe. Oh my goodness, that thing terrified yeah. me. Yeah, just old YouTube was the worst. Yeah, I just was... remember. I remember it being the worst. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's pretty frightening some of the things that were there but that was just everybody trying to figure out where they're going figure out this yeah. crazy new platform yeah and there's so much there's there's everything from charlie but my finger to charlie the unicorn to salad fingers like crazy. yeah i've never yeah. heard of any of that <laughs> salad fingers i like found out what that was in like 2011 like one of my friends was like you gotta watch this and i like watched it it's very disturbing it's like okay. an animated thing that's extremely disturbing like it's like meat canyon but like not as topical okay okay makes yeah. sense yeah it's just so like i don't know it's very eerie and yeah it's yeah. There, there's some weird stuff but i mean it hasn't gone it hasn't gotten any less weird i would say yeah as but a, at least as there's more diversity yes <laughs> absolutely now so many youtubers there's so much diversity now from like like there used to be like epic meal time epic rack bottles of history and that was the only diversity <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah and then all the weird stuff what was originally YouTube? Like, what were the earliest channels? Because I know Good Mythical Morning was around pretty much from day one. And there were a few others, but like skits and stand-up comedy, right? And then just like yeah. the weird stuff. Well, I know Shane Dawson was a YouTuber. He was very weird, like back then. Mm -hmm. And then there was um, there was Smosh. I believe Epic Mealtime was back then as well. Where they just put bacon on everything. Well, that's <laughs> the way to do it. Yeah, and then there was epic rap battles of history, of course. Oh, like, of course. Yeah, like they've been around forever. Um, PewDiePie. Is that oh, yeah. Of course, PewDiePie. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Definitely PewDiePie. Like there, there's so many like YouTubers that have been around for like ten years. It's crazy. It is. It really yeah. is crazy. Yeah, it's just like think of where you were ten years ago. That's insane. I'm like, dang. Well, I was eleven. Those people were. Those people were grinding, Anthony, okay? It's crazy. <laughs> they were grinding from, like, like, even if they were, like, 17, 18, even if they were 20, those people, like, had a goal. They're like, I don't even know what this this is. It has cat videos on it. I'm just going to do it. That's crazy. That's insane to me. Yeah. Well, and, and like, what and made them unique was that they didn't know what it could be. 
Yeah, exactly. But they plunge straight forward. Like a lot of, um, I have a lot of partner friends on Twitch who've been streaming for like 10 years where like apparently Twitch used to be just in TV. Um, and they've been streaming on it since then. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I heard about that actually. Crazy, One of my buddies yeah. told me it was called Justin TV. I'm like, what? Yeah. I'm literally like, I didn't even know Twitch was around that long ago because it wasn't even that a thing, really. Mm -hmm. like, nobody talked about it. So I'm like, I didn't know. I literally found out about, about Twitch like three years ago. So I had no idea. Yeah, that's about when I found yeah. out. I first yeah, got on Twitch like, in 2020. I I think it started booming. Like it started started booming randomly around that time that the, the lockdown started happening. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like everyone started going on it. Yeah, and I saw so many videos of people, you know, those uh, nostalgic TikToks or whatever, people going like, oh, I took a chance because I lost my job and I made it big and now I'm doing the Twitch thing. Yeah. So well, many like, people. Just, yeah, just um, pushing for your dreams is amazing. I've seen a lot of people like doing like um, like candle businesses and stuff. Like it, it, it sounds random, but like they have like their, they always want to be like candle makers and they like started a candle making business. And because of the the um, lockdown, they were able to like successfully start a candle business and ship worldwide. And I'm like, dang, so many people have started businesses during the coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> out of their own houses, it's crazy. Well, I mean, once you're alone in, once you're alone for that long, alone with your thoughts and alone with like your passions, you, you gotta do something or you're gonna lose your mind. Yeah, exactly. That's, it was like, like the, the whole pandemic was freaking insane. Like it was literally insane. Um, but I, I pretty much stayed inside anyway. Mm -hmm. um, so it didn't really affect me that much. But I did see an increase in like um in people coming to Twitch during that time. And then the fall of Mixer was like a huge devastating Oh thing. yeah, Rip Mixer. Yeah, that was a huge devastating thing. Like just seeing like all of those, like it, it was really sad to see all those mixer streamers just like do like like try so hard and like get so far, but then in the end it literally didn't even matter, just like like a park says. <laughs> it was true. <laughs> yeah. It, it was sad. And then I was like, Oh gosh, well like that like like what if Twitch did that? Like I I know how I'd feel. I'd be like, Wow, okay. So you're just gonna like kick me out like that? <laughs> yeah, just Bye. All of your yeah. hard work, everything you've sacrificed, just gone. Goodbye. Yeah. And now, like, a lot of those people are trying to make it on YouTube, but YouTube is really difficult. Yeah. YouTube's tough. Yeah. yeah YouTube's, like, the worst. Yeah. And, like, and, like Twitch is oversaturated. Like, there's a lot of content creators, so it's harder to, like, grow as a content creator. That's why a lot of people move to Mixer for some mm -hmm. diversity. And I knew, like, a lot of... I, I know a lot of former Mixer partners. They pit partner on Mixer, but now they're, like, trying to to make it on Twitch and like do things on Twitch. And it's just sad that they had to reset all that progress because the other platform, I'm like, dang, that really sucks. Yeah, it really does. That, and that's a rough thing to deal with, I'm sure. Yeah. And I then mean, switching to YouTube, a lot of people like go on there. I have a feeling that Twitch is going to be not doing well soon. Yeah. Because of the whole like ad thing. Yeah. Well that yeah. plus, I mean, they've, they've, they've always been behind for innovation i feel like just from my perspective being a spectator i mean i'm sure yeah. you have a di slightly different perspective actually being the partner um but if they don't fix some things real quick we might be seeing a switch here i don't think they'll yeah. ever go away completely because i mean it's the the big streaming platform it is the mm -hmm. platform it's never going to go away completely but there might be a pretty big shift towards YouTube, I think. Maybe even Facebook, too. 
yeah there's um there there's a lot of more like um i i heard that because twitch is like run through amazon or whatever amazon owns twitch um that twitch is working at like a net loss like it's just losing money like every day mm-hmm. so they're trying to change it so it's like more profitable yeah and i'm like i'm like oh i, I don't know what's gonna go on i know that they're it's gonna be like more incentive to run ads and they want sidebar ads and stuff like that um but like they're really going to be hurting um I think that the people that are going to hurt most is like, um, I think like 90, like 99% of Twitch are affiliates and they're going to be hurting those affiliates. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's going to have a catastrophic event, like, like impact on those affiliates and the affiliates, if you add them all up, probably make like, no, definitely make Twitch the most money because all of them are like, there's millions, there's millions of affiliates. Absolutely. There are. Yeah. So like, it's, it's, it's crazy that they would like, like take more of the profits from those affiliates and how many affiliates even get their payout yeah exactly because you have to reach 100 dollars first, mm-hmm. and then and then twitch will take their half anyway so like yes so twitch gets paid and then just keeps yours until you hit 100 so. exactly yeah. i i was streaming for probably four months in 2020 that's all i had that's all i could do i got a new job mm-hmm. and things just got crazy um and during that time i hit affiliate within within my first month and then um i made uh some money i don't remember how much but it was less than the threshold and then i didn't come back until october of last year so just six months ago and i i never would have seen any of that money if i hadn't come back exactly yeah also ads don't make uh, uh, any money nothing worth it anyway I think I've made seven dollars from ads. I I'm not like <laughs> I I'm such an impatient person that like I just I cannot handle ads. Like like an ad pops up. I'm oh, like, absolutely. I'm like, oh, that's the end of times. And then if it's like one of those like ads, it's an unskippable like five, fifteen minute ad or whatever. Oh my or, like, goodness. Three three rolls in a row. I'm like ah. Sometimes I'll just close the YouTube video and reopen it so I get a different ad. So, like oh yeah. Like, yeah. I pay like, for premium. Oh, that's how much oh i gosh. hate ads yeah literally i understand i i only like to watch twitch on browser or like youtube and stuff on browser because i can i can block the ads on my phone i'm always like ah oh yeah because you can't really get an ad blocker for your phone yes because of the apps i use apps it's because i don't use browser mm-hmm. on my phone so i'm like how do i get a freaking ad blocker for this app <laughs> yeah it's i'm like, not sure that's yeah. a thing you can do yeah i think you'd have to like do some kind of like breaking maybe through a vpn maybe maybe i there might be something out there i'm not i'm not smart enough to figure that out though um i i saw a statistic i think it was harris heller that shared it um where seven out of ten people who see an ad on a twitch stream will just leave right away yeah so ads hurt affiliates first of all because we don't make anything off of it but also Mm -hmm we lose people lose potential viewers over it yeah and it's just annoying nobody likes them well i know that you can like um pre-roll ads are like my least favorite ads mm-hmm. i also don't like when people like run ads like midstream um like when you just get there and like you raid in and then there you get like stuck in like four ads I hate oh that, yeah so. um there's like a lot a lot of the time that happens like i'll be like raiding with a with a group of people and then all of a sudden we're stuck in like an ad thing and I'm like, I can't talk because I'm in like four ads. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but but other than that like the pre-roll ads like are just like you can disable the pre-roll ads by running ads during stream for everyone which is so um, counterintuitive yeah um but you i've i've seen ways to make it funny i think that like a like funny way that that you could interpret it like like i just have an idea of like if if all of us ever had to get to a point of running ads then we could be like okay like let's start the ads and then you'll let's try to talk about our ad without saying what it is and you'll have to try to guess what the ad was because we all get different ads directed at us from like different regions okay so, like, let like, you would just have to like they describe it without saying that it's gillette and everyone would have to guess what ad it was that'd be so funny just like that song by dr disrespect no i don't know what the song oh, wait dr disrespect has a song yeah he he released some music yeah what one, one of his songs is called gillette that's why i said that oh my gosh okay, it's amazing yeah. you got you gotta <laughs> listen to it it's it's I pretty will, funny I literally will yeah <laughs> yeah but like playing that game would be fun i think that like i don't know whatever life throws at at us like there's nothing we can do about it so why not try to make it fun i love that yeah that's so good that's an amazing idea yeah i always try to make it fun because we can't change it and we're all just trying to succeed anyway so we gotta adapt we gotta adapt to it and overcome it that's why you're just just so that's why you're just so contagious okay <laughs> I mean, you just look, you look at something like that and you're like, oh, shoot, just just make it ha make it work, make it work in our stream. Like all these ads, a lot of people are trying to switch over to YouTube now because of all the all, all the Twitch stuff. You're just like, no, screw it. We'll, we'll make it fun. Turn it into a game. Yeah, it would be fun to see it as a game. And that's just amazing. I love that. Yeah, I, I think that everyone should. I think that everyone should look at at life as it's just I don't know. Like you can't help it, and like you, being on YouTube, being on two platforms is amazing anyway. But um, being able to to interpret things in life and not not freak out about it is is a huge thing that everyone needs to do. Because absolutely, you, you not freak out about the things that you can't control because you'll end up miserable. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely the case. Yes, like I'm. I I wanted to start making YouTube videos, um, and I'm going to start doing that. But I'm going to um. I'm I'm actually like um I'm I'm actually like really super freaking excited that um I, damn it I forgot what I was gonna say maybe she hasn't kicked in yet that's what happens when you roll out of bed ah uh, it's all it's all good yeah no but I'm 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 super excited about like this whole year coming up I'm super excited about TwitchCon I'm super excited about um like the games that are coming out there's just so much happening oh yeah absolutely so yes and like and like even small term term goals since we each grow as a person each day like think of how how amazing you're going to be in a week or like a month or like a year that's just amazing like that's the smallest term goal is how great you are going to be in like a day from now because you know a little bit more mm -hmm. or like in a month or like a year and we have so many years and months left and days that's crazy yeah it's uh if if you're not improving every day then you're not doing it right and i think yeah. even if you don't think you're improving your mistakes help you improve because you learn from them it's true yes and like a lot of mistakes make you more empathetic towards other people who've also gone through that um i've learned like a 
great deal of empathy from going through things like going through panic attacks i never would have gained that empathy of understanding how debilitating anxiety is for other people had i not gone through it yeah so now i get to like say panic attacks are real and i understand like depression and anxiety is all in your mind and i've also gone through an eating disorder that i've beat and that's all in your mind um but i've gone through it so i can i can literally relate to somebody who's going through it and be like i i know how hard it is a lot of people can't do that so I, yeah i actually think that it's good that I went through it so that I could be able to see it. It's like an invisible, it's an invisible monster that I got to see that not mm. a lot of people get to see. So that's kind of like a, it's, it's almost a blessing in a way. Yeah, absolutely. I was enough to beat it. Some people aren't. So if I could be that like voice and somebody else who's struggling with it, I can be like, it, it's beatable. Yeah. Panic attacks suck, by the way. They're the worst. I, I haven't had too much experience, but I've had a few and they just take over yeah. your entire existence for a few minutes they're the freaking worst <laughs> um literally like there's panic attack cycles so like i like for a whole year i was having panic attacks um because um i had a my, i had one panic attack and then after that one panic attack i had anxiety because i always had anxiety i had started having extreme anxiety because i was afraid to have a panic attack so it was like a cycle i would feel anxiety and then i'd have a panic attack and then i'd feel anxiety about the fact that i was feeling anxiety and then it was just a never-ending cycle of anxiety because if what makes you anxious is feeling anxious then literally you're just going to go into cycles of panic attacks yeah and that was something i had to push through it was like it was a dangerous cycle it was like the, like a worm eating itself in like a cycle yeah but how yeah. do you how do how do you fix that though how do you work through that i think living with it for so long so like um like it's so irrational but like my biggest fear in that anxiety was in, like do you know how we all have intrusive thoughts like my anxiety would like i would be like intrusive thoughts so like my biggest fear was being a bad person i didn't want to be a bad person um and i like i, I was afraid every day that i could be a bad person um, and like, like to the point where I would like sit on my hands just so that I didn't have to have my hands out in front of me. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Just because I didn't want to be, to have the free will to like grab a knife or something, you know, you know how stupid that is. Like, yeah, it's just absolutely. That <laughs> yeah. It's that stupid. So I'm like sitting there on my hands, just like being quiet for no reason, um, <laughs> like living with that for like a year and then pushing through it. And then like, like going through anxiety the longer you go through it the easier it gets mm. it's like yeah it's it's like facing your fears so the longer you go through it the easier it's gonna get it's always gonna be there so like there's obviously like a lot of people need like therapy and medication but like fighting panic attacks is like it gets better while you're going through it because you 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 realize that you're gonna handle it each time so it's a little less scary yeah and th that goes for everything anything you deal exactly. with in life yeah. is, is is just like that i mean it goes from anything from uh sucking at valorant to working out in the gym to mental health to everything once you yes. deal with something once it gets easier the second time true and then you you gain more of like a familiarity with it so it's less scary mm -hmm. and then you're like okay and then the, now then it becomes a habit and you're like okay well i just do this now and it's effortless because i just do it it's just something that i do yeah and that's a that's yeah. a, that's a good thing unless it's a bad thing yeah well, like, I, quit, <laughs> yeah, I, I quit smoking um because of that so i understand what you're saying when smoking becomes a habit like there was a time period where like i wanted to go out and smoke and i would like i would like sit there and i felt like i was missing something in my life because i was so used to going outside to smoke like yeah and like i was like i was like sitting there and i'm like i feel like what am i gonna fill up my time with like my my whole body was used to this this thing mm -hmm. like this cycle so like that was hard to get over even worse it when it's an addictive done, yeah. drug. Yes. 
how long how long how long have you been uh been clean um i haven't smoked since like in two years three years oh that's amazing i love yes. that good for you um yes i always wanted to to quit smoking i actually started smoking because my older sister did and i thought she was the coolest <laughs> but but like ever since like i was like i want to quit smoking but obviously like nicotine it's like a huge thing to like just stop so stopping that was a was a great thing yeah it's uh not not a good thing and it's not no, easy to and not easy to kick no it's not easy to kick but it's it is doable and i have like literally I have like no better a willpower than anyone else, so it's doable. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I literally have. I I I'm a, I'm an instant gratification magnet. Okay, I doom scroll all the time, so like anyone can do it if they if they if they want to enough. Yes, you can do yeah. anything you put your mind to. Yes, and it's hard, but like just push through it. I'm I'm just thankful that I haven't started. That I never started like smoking or anything. Yes, that that's really good. I mean, um, yeah, never start smoking. <laughs> statistically, I've made it this long. Uh, it's never gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, you're like already at an age where like you're like, okay, well, why? Why would I do that? Yeah, a lot it's of just people dumb. Start smoking when they're a kid, you know. A lot of people start smoking when they're like a teenager. That's when I started smoking. Mm -hmm. Where like um, everyone around me was doing it, so I'm like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. see, the thing is, I didn't have any friends, so, I mean, I didn't Aww. really have any negative influences. <laughs> well, that's a lie. I had, like, two. Two friends. Well, I guess, I guess that worked out for you. A positive <laughs> influence. Yeah, it, it worked. It worked out. Yeah. Um, and I have a lot more friends now, thanks to Twitch. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yes. I literally am super excited to... Um, I don't know like having so like such a diversity in friends and knowing so many people has been such a blessing like building a family my family wasn't um that that close or that complete when i was a kid um so having like an actual like full family now is crazy like i, I love that i i love having like a community it feels so warm and it feels so safe and it's just filled with such amazing people. And plus, like, we get to meet people online. And these people, like, like your friends in real life, as, as much as I hate to say it, they're, like, friends of convenience because you can't choose who's in your area. Mm -hmm. But friends online, you get to vet them. Like, you can literally make friends with the people that you connect with the most, which is super cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So, like, I've, 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 like, had friends that I'm just not really friends with anymore or, like, like 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 friends that we used to talk, we don't really talk anymore. But the friends that I really connected with, I got to connect with, and some of them live in Argentina, some of them live in like, freaking um, Zimbabwe. <laughs> mm -hmm. They live all over the world. It's crazy. Yeah, one of one of my closest friends right now. I uh, like we we just absolutely vibe the best. I talk we we talk every single day. Met this dude on Twitch. Mm -hmm. He's just he's just an amazing guy. We 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 stream together every day. I I was just playing Valorant with him yes and just hopping in for casual game hey man how you doing and i've never felt a closer connection to another dude than this guy he's amazing exactly and like just being able to connect with people like that that aren't in your area is amazing like my um my best friend is is pierce obviously pr from my chat he's my mod and i met him and he's been like he's he lives in argentina but he's like one of my closest friends um, and it's crazy to think that like you can just connect with people like that. And I also met him on Twitch, which is super cool. That's amazing. Yeah. And then my other mod, Lacey, I also met her on Twitch, which is crazy as well. And she's amazing too. Good mods are the best. Yeah. 
Yeah. Like, like literally I have like, I don't know. I, I, I have like a freaking debt to pay to the universe for how, how many amazing people it's brought into my life. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's <laughs> yeah. just, so, there's so many good people out there. Think of how many more good people there are to meet too. That's crazy. Yeah. Right. I mean, there's yeah. 7 billion of us. There's gotta be more. Exactly. There's so many more people every day on Twitch. I, um, every time I make a new friend, I'm like, see, that is just another person that I get to meet. And that's freaking cool. Just another amazing person. And everyone's so uniquely different too. It's crazy. Like everyone has different hobbies. They have like, like, like our genes or whatever, the way that we look, there's, there was like, a quadrillion freaking different factors of like how you ended up the way that you did with the absolutely did. yeah with like the like just everything about you and then like your interests and stuff like that and like just like how good you are at things i don't know like all of it shaped in different ways and like you could have gone in so many different directions and the fact that you ended up how you are is insane to me and just meeting anyone i'm like wow this is a unique freaking person this is like a whole unique individual person and that's crazy one of the things that I've said, I've always said, is that every single person is completely different. We don't have any, there, there are no two people that are exactly identical, but we somehow find ourselves in all these little groups of people because we share one or two favorite things. And that's just amazing. Like, yeah. You and I, we have a few, few similarities. We both like streaming. We both like playing video games. Um, yes. I'm not sure how much deeper it goes than that, but that's all we need. Just those two things. Yes. Like certain things like, like, especially like the gaming community, um, gaming communities really connect people, but like, you also have like a, you have an amazing, um, personality. And I also believe that like, um, energies attract energies. Um, so I only try to put out good energy. Mm, so that, yes. that literally means that you literally have good energy because we met. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure how to respond to that. I don't know why, but yeah. I, 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 I don't, I don't accept compliments. Yeah, I, would, I understand that. Yeah, it's rough. I'm a know you type person as well. Mm. <laughs> People are like, oh my god, I literally love your outfit today. I'm like, literally, don't make me freak out because your outfit is like the best outfit ever. Exactly. Like I would yeah. rather uh, deflect every single compliment yeah. and nice thing back to the other people than take it myself. Yeah. I mean, well, like one person taught me that like a, a good way to take compliments and just is to say and you instead of know you. Ooh. So, yeah. So like when when like somebody says, oh, my God, you're so pretty today. And you're like, and you are so pretty today. So, so you can take it without like. OK. And also know you. So it's it's like a it's it, it's a loophole. That's actually really clever. I love that. Yeah, We found a loophole. <laughs> yeah. A loophole in the brains of what kind of people are we how would you describe us um it's like toxic humility almost i guess yeah it's 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 hard to take a compliment when like i don't know i guess like not wanting people like attention on you or something it, it just i don't know it's 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 like a huge thing when like you buy somebody else a present, but you don't don't you don't want them to buy you a present or like mm -hmm. you pay for somebody else's food, but if they pay for you yours, it would like be like this huge thing. Like I understood exactly how that is. Yeah. And not yeah. everybody's like that though. No, not everyone is. I want I and it, it takes the really great friends to see when people are like that because I'm the like type of friend that like um 
I'm like a people pleaser a lot of the time that I'm trying to break free from that. And I think that that's also a thing with people pleasing. You you never take a compliment, but you push it off. Um, and I'm trying to like be more about like accepting the compliments and also like giving because I'm like more of like a deflector, like a people pleaser. Like yes. I live to please and I don't I don't get anything in return. And that can end up um, yourself like thinking of yourself very lowly because you don't let other people praise you. Um, so now I'm like, I'm trying to accept that, but also like, first of all, it's really freaking hard. It's, mm. it's hard to push past that, obviously, but it's also good to have friends in your life that see that you're that way and tell you to shut up. <laughs> yeah. So it, it, it's good to have other people in your life. Like, like, let's just say you go to a movie, like there's like, if, if, if unchecked, I'm the type of person that literally could be taken advantage of maybe, or like I used to be where like, I just pay for everything. Um, and be because I'm always offering and um, I have friends that are like, no, you paid for the last one, you know? So like, they're very, very um, sure about not taking advantage of me. It's like that sort of thing. Yeah. Having those type of friends in your life when you're a people pleaser really helps you stop being a people pleaser. You really got to figure out a, a balance for that. I mean, yeah. I'm the exact same way. I, I, everything I rationalize in my head is I'm trying to do things to help other people or make them happy or make myself, I guess, appear worthy in their eyes of any exactly, kind of attention yeah. and so i've gotten a lot better at, with it um with uh one of my one of my uh actual irl buddies we would we eat out try to get out like at least once a month and we alternate who pays mm -hmm, just a good. fun little thing and that's just that one little thing's helped me not take the burden take a little weight off my shoulders and be like all right we're both we're both humans. We're both people. Yes. We both have the same brains. So let's just, I don't know, have a mutual friendship. Yeah. Plus setting boundaries is self-love. Uh, when you're a people pleaser, it can feel like you, you don't want to upset anyone by saying no. And that's like a huge thing that, that like setting boundaries is a huge thing. Like if like somebody asked me for a ride, I'm like, oh, well, they need a ride. And like, even though I have something to do, I'm like, well, I feel bad because if I were in their shoes, like I would, I would want to yes. ride and then I put them above myself and then it ends up like, like making me feel worse in the long run because I'm not giving myself boundaries. I'm just doing everything for everyone else. So yeah, that's setting boundaries for yourself is self-love. That's, that's something that I've learned is being like, no, I can't do that. Or uh, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I'm just terrified of, of losing people. Yeah. Well, you, we have to realize that the people who respect you will want to be in your life and they will they will respect the fact that you want to spend your time in ways that make you happy. Mm -hmm. Anyone who gets angry at you for not doing something for them when it's your time, um, they should just be grateful that you want to be in their lives. So like I've, I've just gotten to the point where I'm like, if anyone makes me feel bad for like not being able to catch their stream or not being able to give them a ride, like I never owed them anything in the first place and they're acting like I did. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And that's 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 something because my mom's like that she she's very much like um like like she pushes her responsibilities onto me for for like especially giving my little brother rides or helping her with things and like lately i've just been like no i'm not going to do it anymore i'm mm -hmm. going i i can't do it anymore you can't call me midstream and have me do things uh, at short notice i'm just not going to do it anymore mm -hmm. 
Yeah. So like growing from that is amazing. Setting boundaries is a huge act of self-love. It's not selfish. It feels selfish because you're like, damn it, I want to do it because the, 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 the people pleaser in you, I think that empathetic people are people pleasers. So like you put yourself in the other person's shoes and you're like, but I would literally, I would, I would feel so sad if I asked somebody for something and they said no. So like, I don't want to be that person that says no. And I, I guess it also comes with like a fear of rejection that I also have to get over. Like I have to go for opportunities regardless of if like they're going to say no. Yeah. Regardless if there's going to be like a negative outcome because like that one thing is just like, it, it's not even an obstacle. It's just like, okay, well like this didn't happen this time, but it could happen next time. So like keep going. So like getting over my, my fear of failure was like a huge thing as well for like pushing through. That's that's an obstacle in my mind. The people pleasing, the lack of boundaries, and the um the fear of failure is something that I really have been working really hard to overcome. Yeah, you sound like you're reading my book right now. I mean, you're you're, you're <laughs> describing me perfectly. It's hard. It's, <laughs> it's so freaking hard. And when when those people are asking for your help, you know exact you you want to help even more because you've been there. Exactly. Like, like you empathize with them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they don't feel the same way, and that's what—that's how you end up using, be, feeling used in the end. Because if you were to ask them the same thing, you know that they would be like, "No, I don't want to." So yeah. they don't see—they don't see how much you care, and you care way more than they do. So like, like, like to you, you're doing a sacrifice to, and to them, they wouldn't do that same sacrifice with their time because they value their time is important because they have boundaries. But you just let them—you just let them um, just walk over your boundaries and they don't even know that they're doing it they're not not even necessarily bad people they just don't know that you're that you have boundaries because you're not telling them that you do yes absolutely yeah, there's exactly. this there's this one guy i know um i've known him my entire life basically he was my closest friend growing up and uh past few years hardly talk anymore and i try to you know set things up and then he doesn't like to show up for him or he gets busy or he plans, makes other plans. And mm -hmm. I, I want to keep, I want things to be like they were, you know, when we were 15 or whatever, but I not, I'm not sure he wants the same thing and I just don't know how to work through it. You know? Yeah. It's tough. Cause I, I love this dude, but he's, he, I, I almost think, I almost feel like maybe he doesn't feel the same way or, um, Maybe it's not as important to him or something. It's like it all my worst fears coming true. Yeah. It is could be anxiety, yeah. It could be. It, yeah, it, especially after seeing somebody for a long time, like somebody that was like super, I don't know, that, that you were super close to, like be, like hanging out with them, you could be like, it's it's like going to a family reunion or like a school reunion where you're like, okay, I'm going to go there, but like other people are going to be more successful than me, more fulfilled. I accomplished nothing. I gained weight. Um, I got older. Um they, there's a lot of factors in which people cancel at last minute. And that's a huge anxiety thing um, to make plans and cancel at last minute. My sister does it all the time. She does it all the freaking time. Like I have to hold her to things. Like I had to like, um, I was hanging out there the other day. Or we we planned this big trip on her birthday. I literally had to make her um, put in an in a um, non-refundable deposit to, oh, wow. to this piercing shop so that I would make her go or else it would charge her the full price of the piercing. Mm -hmm. I literally was like, you have to do this. You have to do this non-refundable deposit right now. It it was like a $5 deposit or like $20 deposit. I don't remember. But like if you miss your appointment, they'd still charge you for that appointment slot. So she's like, obviously, she's not going to like spend $50 just to miss the appointment. So I got her to go. But like her anxiety is so bad that she's just like that. 
Like she'll mm-hmm. just cancel at the last minute. She'll be like, like one day she'll be like, oh yeah, I want to do this. Let's do that. And then on the day she's like, like at last minute too, she's like, we're not going. And I'm like, like right at the hour too. I'm like, damn it. That's a very interesting perspective. I hadn't thought of it like that, mm-hmm. that maybe that they are just mentally, they just don't want to, something, something freaks them out and they're like, oh no, I don't, I don't want to do this. I, I'm not, I'm not. I just never thought that maybe other people have the exact same thoughts I do. Yeah. Everyone like. That's interesting. Everyone, yeah. Everyone has like some kind of mental thing going on. I mean, like you're a people pleaser, right? I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. You would not, you would not flake out. And like, there's the difference is that people pleasers, like they, even though they feel that way, like you would feel that way, like super anxious, you wouldn't flake out because you, you would not want to like come off in like a bad way um yeah. and they are super anxious maybe like my sister is super anxious but she's also not a people pleaser so she's okay to like flake and set that boundary even though it sucks she she's like okay i don't want to go anymore but she's she literally states that she is feeling anxious she doesn't want to go anymore at last minute or she just doesn't show up and then i call her or she ignores me or whatever and then after she's like okay i was just feeling anxious but she literally felt secure enough to be able to do that she didn't mm-hmm. push herself through it usually i push myself through it and then i get in situations where i'm like uh I'm sitting in this freaking in this um uh, in my car for eight hours waiting for um this person to go to do this thing because I said I'd drive them here mm-hmm. and now I'm just like waiting on them. Like yeah. I end up in those situations. But she doesn't because she literally doesn't care what the other person thinks, she just flakes out. So I'm like Right. Yeah, I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I Oh, come on. I had a thought. Oh dang it, where'd it go? Oh, yeah. Uh well <laughs> Pardon me. My brain is slow. Um, right before I called you, I had a split second reaction. What the heck am I doing? Get out of here. Run away. This is terrifying. Yeah. But well, I was yes. just like, no, 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 no. Hit the button. Hit the button. Exactly. That, that's like such. Okay. So that is literally such a, uh, a strong willpower thing to do. Like literally, I used to do that with streaming. I used to like be like, um, that also might be like um, how other people perceive you is like a hard thing. So like, you're like, why even try? Like, why even do this? And like, that was my main struggle starting to stream was like, nobody's gonna care. I'm just gonna come off as cringy. Like nobody's gonna care. Mm. My, I'm not funny enough. I'm not good enough for this. But like pushing through that feeling and doing it anyway, you're like, okay. The fact that you push through that is amazing. It's amazing that we literally are on this call right now and that you push through that. Yeah, isn't that wild? Yeah, that's crazy because I literally have those thoughts all the time. Like sometimes we're like, um, like one day I'll be feeling like just down on myself, which I'm trying to push past. But like some days, like when I'm going to stream, I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to stream because I'm afraid that I'll stream and that I'm just going to fail. I like, like everyone feels this way, I guess. But like sometimes I just feel that way where I'm like, all of this is too good to be true. I, I feel like I'm just going to fail at some point. Yeah, isn't like, it? Yeah, and then I'm like, well, I'm just gonna like, I'm just gonna keep doing it. I'm just gonna keep pushing past it because that's like the anxiety and depression just like in your mind. And I'm like, that's stupid. All of my friends aren't just gonna abandon me for no reason, right? But we feel mm. like they are, which is a crazy yeah, feeling. Absolutely, yeah. it is. Like everyone's just gonna stop caring about you for no reason. Yeah, that's that's an interesting. That's interesting. I mean, why would why do we think that? Why do we think that people are just gonna up and leave? I mean, I've got I've got a few dedicated people that like to hang out why do yeah. i think they're just gonna leave immediately for no reason i think that be- um i would think that it's because we have low self-worth in ourselves mm. as people pleasers maybe um i know 
from myself, like from my point of view, I've given a lot more to other people than I've taken for myself. So like I have, I've, I've, that left me with a lot of self-esteem issues where I've, I've like, I'm, I'm, I'm not used to being complimented. I don't really have like a strong sense of like self-worth. I'm, I, I was very, very insecure. I'm working on that. And now I've gotten to a point where I'm like, okay, I need to do positive affirmations and stuff. I need to, um, treat like i need to let other people treat me the way that i'm treating them or else it's going to be like a one-sided thing um we we kind of seek out people that like take i guess be, because we're like okay they're taking our love they Ooh, love us like other okay. people push it back it's like awkward because you're like whoa this is a give and take and i don't like it it makes you uncomfortable so now i'm like more in give and take relationships instead of like give relationships wow that's a really interesting yeah. way of putting it that yeah, uh like yeah your friend is like that the like friend that you go out to dinner with mm -hmm. yeah that's a give and take relationship yes yeah and uh love the dude he's amazing i've only got a couple irl friends but the ones i do are solid literally i have no irl friends <laughs> beside my sister yeah mm. i i think i don't know i think it's not necessarily a good thing I mean, you have an amazing group of people, but I, I feel like you've got to have somebody that you can actually, you can go out to coffee with, right? Yeah. Well, my sister, which she always cancels. Mm. <laughs> she's like my, she's like my only friend, but she never wants to do anything. My little brother, I do things with, but he, I don't know. He has like some opinions on things that like just annoy me. Sure. Yeah. And then my mom, obviously she's, she's like the worst. And then, um, I mean, Conrad, I, I can go out to like coffee with him, but like we'd have to bring the dogs. Okay. And they bark. But then they get pup cups. I actually go out to, to coffee with Conrad a lot and we get the dogs pup cups. They're little chonkers. Pup cups? What yeah, was they're, that? um, okay. So like pup cups or puppuccinos are like little um, cups full of whipped cream because dogs can have whipped cream and they oh. put like in them. Okay. Yeah, so they, they, fill the, they come with whipped cream and put like little dog treats in them and then the dogs eat them when you go get coffee. So I love to go to Dutch Bros and get my dogs puppuccinos. They're That's addicted. amazing. I love that. They're literally addicted to them. Like when I cleaned out the back of my car like a couple months ago, after a couple months of like just going to going to freaking Dutch Bros, there was like 30 pup cups on the ground. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. It was, it was a problem. How many dogs do you have? I have two. What breeds? Um, I have a Chihuahua. It's a Chihuahua. Oh my goodness! Mix. He has eyebrows. He's like black and tan, and he's got eyebrows, um, like the whole Rottweiler thing going on, basically uh -huh. that pattern. And then I have a Chihuahua weenie, which is my dog accidentally got my mom's Yorkie pregnant. So it's like, <laughs> it's like a quarter Chihuahua, a quarter wiener dog, and half Yorkie, and it's just a, a mutt, but it's so cute. It's like a a little fuzzy Yorkie thing. Uh, a a Chiyorki weenie? How'd you say yeah, that? I, I I've been calling it a Chiyorka weenie because I don't think it's an actual thing. Chiyorka <laughs> weenie, I love yeah, that. Like, yeah, it's like three different things. So like, I'm like, what is this? I it's like such a diverse dog breed. I I would love to get a dog. I want a big dog though. Dogs are amazing. Mm, absolutely. There's this like um there's a couple channels that that rescue old dogs from shelters. And they give them like um the like like a really really amazing last day. They give them like a bunch of cheeseburgers and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And like take them for walks and stuff. Give them like a an amazing day before they have to be put down. Oh, that's great. A lot, of them have, a lot of them are like too old or they have like diseases and stuff. So they're like, I'm gonna go rescue this dog and give it a really good day. That's amazing. I love that.
yeah it, it's sad that you're like okay the dog is, has to go but like at the same time you're like the dog was so fucking happy for the dog mm -hmm. yeah it's so amazing yeah i mean i knew that if i had to you know if i was getting uh like if i was on death row or something i would know that i would want to just take me out and give me just the worst stuff you could possibly give me just <laughs> make me give me the best the time of my life exactly not saying i'm gonna end up on death row okay i don't want anybody saying anything <laughs> like, like, like if i had to die tomorrow i would literally go jump out of a plane or something like go parachuting or something go out in a blaze of glory yeah i would literally go like okay i'm going parachuting i'm a terrified of heights but i'd be like i'm gonna do it i actually went to the top of the space needle that was terrifying oh yeah yeah because i i have i have really 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 bad vertigo um Ooh. Like, like when i'm in high places I, I like have a fear of heights. So like when I'm in high places, I started experiencing vertigo and I just feel like I just have no balance. Yeah, that's the that's a weird yeah. feeling. It is a weird feeling like um walking over a bridge and looking up at the bridge of how tall it is and immediately feeling vertigo is just like a weird feeling. Like, I, I don't like, really get that much sense of this. I remember that whenever I'm on a high place, I have the weirdest feeling in my in the pit of my stomach that i'm going to fall no matter how far away i'm standing yeah like at the grand canyon standing behind a fence 15 feet away from the edge i'm like oh no i'm gonna fall i'm gonna fall <laughs> and i'm going through all of these fake scenarios in my head like what if what if somebody on a bike w rides past me and then bumps into me and then i trip yeah. over a rock and then i suddenly go plunge plunging over the edge i'm like oh no what's going on <laughs> yes well like certain things trigger your fight or flight reflex i've realized that i don't have a fight reflex <laughs> i just have a flight reflex i just, literally just will... run away yes i literally have only that reflex for some reason because like um i had to google it once because i was i was like why do i always feel anxiety in my feet like why why do i feel anxiety and it's always like like just surrounded by my feet and it, that's like a flight reflex apparently it's it's your body saying run it's a oh, okay so i'm like so like in a lot of instances when i feel anxiety i have the overwhelming urge to run for no reason and i'm like why do i have such a strong flight reflex that's interesting <laughs> yeah so like when i was in the space needle and i was like looking down like i just felt the fear and the anxiety in my feet like i was petrified and i was frozen i was like frozen in fear but like i had the the urge to run like my body was like it, it was literally sending all of the blood to my feet it was like go 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah just just get out of there yeah it was like run jump I, go what are you I doing ha i have no idea which what i have what like what's stronger um when it comes to like situations where i'm afraid i tend to just want to hide I, that might be flight but some situations I'm like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to fight this dude if I have to. There was a, there was a really crazy situation at work once where this guy walked up behind me, grabbed my waist and then screamed like he was trying to scare oh, me or whatever. My initial response, my first reaction popped into my head is I'm going to turn around, knock this guy on the ground. Okay. But then I was like, wait, no, I can't do that. That's not. That's not who I am. I don't want to hurt somebody, even though they literally just came up and attacked me, basically. I'm like, oh, okay, now I don't know what to do. I should have done it. That would have been fun. Yeah. Just like, boom. I, I did not like that guy. Yeah. Well, that that is a, um, that does sound like a people-pleasy thing to do. Yeah, like, right? Well, this person creamed in my ear, and they deserve to be like, they deserve to be for me to yell at them and me to be like, can you not do that to like set a boundary? But you're like, but I don't want to, I don't want to be mean. <laughs> I mean 
did that to you? That is like a huge thing. I, I could have knocked this dude on the ground and yeah. filed a complaint for sexual assault and would have won probably. But mm. like, I just didn't because I'm like, no, that wouldn't be a very nice thing yeah. to do. That'd be that'd be rude. I don't want to have to deal with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I've I've like seen this like thing. It says, um, this is the era for all the um all of the people pleasers to be selfish. Mm. Yeah. So it's your what do you time. mean by that? Um, really focus on yourself. Stop giving everyone your time that don't deserve it. Oh, um, sure. Do the things that you want to do and set those boundaries. Because it feels selfish, right, to, like, set boundaries, but, like, that's self-love. Boundaries are a huge self-love. If you literally, if, like, somebody's like, hey, you want to play um, Overwatch with me and you don't want to do it, like, don't make yourself do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Save that time playing with people that you want to or doing something that you want to because you'll end up miserable in the long run. Like, obviously, I've... there's things that we don't want to do, like, math and school and stuff, but, like, strictly things that you're doing performatively for other people. Just don't do them anymore. I've definitely gotten better at that yeah. past couple months. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get a lot better at it too. It's uh, I think it mostly comes from talking to other content creators that has really helped me diversify my thoughts. Um, Cause like w I, I had a guy come into my chat asking to play Valorant with me. First time, first time chatter, you know, I was like, mm -hmm. uh, no, sorry. Get yeah. out of here. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you are. Hang around for, hang out for a bit and maybe. But if that same person had, you know, popped in in October or even when I first started in 2020, I've been, I would have, I wouldn't have wanted to play with this guy, but I would have done it anyway. Cause like, oh, well, I don't want to look like, I don't want to look like a jerk. Mm -hmm. Literally. That's the same. Like one time, um, um, when, when I first started streaming, I would just play with anyone. And a lot of those people were very toxic. And a lot of those people would end up, like, trying to troll the stream in some way. So you can't just let anyone on your stream. Um, and now, like, most recently, when somebody asked me to play, I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm playing, like, closed lobbies. I actually, um, a lot of the time, don't like to play with my friends because then people ask to play. So, like, saying that I'm playing solo is easier than telling people no. That's something that I got to work on. <laughs> yeah. Um, because I do like playing with my friends, but I, I usually don't play with my friends on stream because I don't want to have to tell people no that they can yeah, a lot. That makes yeah. sense. I can totally see why you would yeah. say that. Yeah. But yeah. but playing solo, I'm like, I'm just playing solo, you know? Playing mm -hmm. this completely solo. So like I'm not playing with anyone. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta play with your friends. Come on. Yeah. And then and then like when I'm off stream, like my friends are like, Hey, you wanna play games? And I'm like no, because then I have content brain because I'm like, no, because then it'll be unproductive. I also realize that I get stuck in this loop of like productiveness where if I do something that I deem is not productive, I feel trash. I feel oh, so bad. Oh, yeah, that. absolutely. Yeah. So I'm like, I need to get out of that. I need to be like, okay, I should not feel bad for having fun with my friends. Not every day has to be a super productive day or whatever, but like even going towards your mental health and being happy, that is productive. I always feel like I have to be like, I don't know, doing something that's that I feel like is hard work all the time or mm. something it's, yeah. it's weird yeah it's, it's like a weird a weird cycle that i'm trying to break out of where i'm like i can play with my friends yes you can and you should yeah, yeah i'm like i can play video games with my friends today i so i i could have today i could have um overhauled all of my alerts because they need help i'm i've mm. been putting it off for way too long or i could have um signed into my stream deck because goodness gracious that probably should be done but i just played yeah. one match of valorant and 
you know, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I didn't have to worry about muting, muting myself to talk to my chat or make sure I'm reading them or watch the bandwidth bar, make sure I'm not dropping frames like a mother trucker. And yeah. it's just, it's, it's good. I think it's good mentally to take a break and just hang out. Yeah. That's really hard for me to do. Like being mm. like, not, not like, I don't know. I, I guess it's like a keeping busy thing. Like if if I'm super busy, then I then I don't have to like think as much. I yeah, don't know, it's probably like a psychological thing. No, I get it. I'm the same way. Yeah. Like staying busy just is so I don't know. It just it 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 makes you feel like I, oh it's instant gratification. I think I I think that that's what it is. It's like working really 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 hard on something. You're like okay, this is instant gratification because I'm meeting those goals right now. But then afterwards, you're like wow, why do I feel so burned out? because you literally never did anything to help yourself you were just like trying to get that like gratification from like staying busy and then afterwards you're like wow i feel so freaking burned out i feel like so like like your 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 fun meter is all the way down mm -hmm. and you don't even know it like your sims fun meter is in the red <laughs> yeah. yeah you're like super productive or whatever but you need to shower your freaking sims meters in the red you haven't eaten all day and you're like damn yeah absolutely i mean there is something to be said about about productivity and staying busy and getting on the grind because i mean without a lot of hard work this is this dream is pretty much impossible but you got to take you got you got to take care of yourself and find that perfect balance yeah there has to be a balance like like if you're going to hyper focus like adhd hyper focus not eat all day and just like like lock yourself in your streaming room and just become a mad genius like you gotta you gotta do it one day okay <laughs> like you gotta like give yourself another day where you're not doing that yes absolutely yeah, a lot of the time you can get stuck in cycles of just doing that and being like that mad genius every day. And then when it comes around to streaming, you're so burnt out that you're like, I don't I don't know if I want to stream today. When you literally put like like literally like three days straight into doing stuff for a stream. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Because you burned yourself out. And streaming is the only fun part about it too. Like doing all the behind the scenes stuff isn't that fun, but streaming is the fun part. Mm. And when you when you get so focused on the the like non-fun stuff and it burns you out, and then you're like, Wow, I don't even want to do the fun stuff anymore that really sucks so finding that balance is like a very important thing it really is it's it probably is. the most important thing it is yeah look at mr Being beast for example mr beast I, I he was on a podcast recently that i listened to and he explained his entire beginning how he explained like going from high school to college and then how he turned his dream into a reality and this dude was spending 15 hours a day in his car when he was supposed to be at college just making videos. And it obviously paid off, but I wonder how how mentally tough and draining that was. Yeah. Well, like, obviously, like, you know, like, everything that you put into everything, you're accomplished, right? Like, you feel, like, super accomplished. But you've also starting to find that balance, as I am, too. Um, and he had to find that balance at some point. And that's probably when he started doing very, very well. He started doing very well when he probably started finding that balance and like starting to live like happily, I guess, trying mm -hmm. to live towards happiness. Because I started, I, I hit partner after I started work, like focusing on my mental health and working towards my own happiness. That's when I hit partner. I was like a pretty average, like 20 average viewers before then. And I was super depressed. Um, and then after I started working on my, um, my mental health, like everything just started falling into place. I felt super motivated. I knew what I had to do. And I was like, okay, I, I, I stopped fearing talking to other people. I started making a lot of friends. Like, yes. yeah, I got my motivation back. 
I would give anything for 20 viewers, by the way. <laughs> literally, you'll get there, okay? You'll literally get there. I believe it. Yeah. And you just uh, have to consistently stream. Yes. It'll all fall into place. Yeah. Yes. Um yeah. I, I I I I my instant gratification is freaking out past six months, but if I look if you look at the overall picture where you started, where you where you are. Um, yeah. then it helps you, it helps you rationalize and just like convince yourself, this is all working. You're not wasting your time. You're, you're doing well. Yeah. You're not going to fail. Like all of this, like at your high points, the low points aren't like just failures that are happening. Like there's mm. highs and lows with everything. Yes, right? absolutely. Like, yeah. Like, like I, I, I see one giant thing with like, um, being like a streamer, like a YouTuber and stuff. It's like, if a video or like a picture that you post on Instagram or like, if like a stream has like less, um, like late, like if a YouTube, YouTube video has like less views or like, if like a picture has less likes and you feel like you're failing or that everything's going to decline, but it's whatever, like, just keep doing it. Just keep posting it. There's literally so many people in the world that literally haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, and like the next one that you post could reach a higher audience is all algorithm based anyway. Um, everyone has different things that are going on in their lives, different things that are going on at different points in time. So like there's so many different factors and none of those numbers determine your wealth. I think that the are sorry, your worth um, you as a person are not determined by numbers. And I think that a lot of us are conditioned to be like, OK, well, I'm doing good if I have this number. I'm doing mm. good if I'm this number. I'm doing good if I'm this number. I have to do this before this number. Um, and I'm like. Okay, we're we're literally obsessed with numbers, and I think that we need to stop adequating our worth on numbers. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the, the this entire industry is built on numbers. Yeah, and it's stressful. It's stressful because oh. you start looking at yourself like with the number. You're like, okay, well, I didn't get, I I I didn't get um any subs today, so I failed. Mm -hmm. I like failed. Um, or like my YouTube video only got like a hundred views, where my last one got like two hundred views. So like people like it less like do 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 they like this one less because they saw that first one and they're like oh i don't like this so they're, mm. they're not even going to come back and but like you have to not look at it like that and be like it is what it is yeah that one just didn't yeah like that one wasn't as good for the algorithm for yeah, whatever exactly. reason yeah exactly they're the the algorithm so many different things can factor in some days are going to be better days than others for whatever reason but like all days are good days and tomorrow could be a good day so like Thinking that all of the days are going to be bad because one day is bad um, and then you're going to fail. Um, that is a huge thing that that it takes to to look over. And yeah. Especially when you're like striving towards like this. Like when I was striving towards partner, it was so stressful because you have to maintain that 75. And I was like, what if it dips? What if I get denied? A lot of my friends have gotten denied and they were, were like applying like six times and like they still kept getting denied. And I was like, I, I was like, what? What if I fail? Like, 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 what if this is the peak of my life? Like, I just, I, I'm here, and this is all I ever accomplish in life. You know what I mean? Because you're not used to like accomplishing your goals. Mm. So, like, I'm not used to that because I'm so, I was so depressed that I was like, oh well, I'm just not gonna try because I'm afraid of failure. But like, when you're actually fighting for it and like trying to accomplish your goals, you're like up there and you're like, I'm gonna fail. It's like stand, it feels like you're standing on a stage and you're like, wow, I built something, but I feel like everything's gonna crumble down because I'm not worthy enough to have this. Um, but like, I don't know, um, keep pushing through it and it gets better. Like, even if you have those thoughts, like being able to be like, these, these are dumb thoughts. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. that, that's a huge thing that, that helps like just keep pushing through it. Yeah. I like to say that everyone started off at just the point that we did. I used to stream off my PlayStation. Yes. With no camera and my Astro mic and 
freaking like people like PewDiePie and all of these streamers and Pokimane, they've been streaming for like a lot longer and they made it. So like, yeah, absolutely. Like them, I'm like, yeah, just keep doing it. I have a nasty habit of comparing myself to the biggest names that have been around for a decade when I've been here six months and I'm like, oh no, I'm not doing, exactly. I'm not doing very well compared like of course i'm not doing very very well compared yeah. i mean as far as like financially yeah, i'm not doing as well doing... as bill gates what does that yeah. mean yeah but like, you're doing as well as they would have done had they just started exactly you know I mean? but you have to compare yourself to like i've started to be like am i happy doing what i'm doing and that's all that matters um e even if i were to fail i'm like i i'm i'm just living my life being happy now i like making friends I like, um, like, like I got, I got to be on your freaking podcast, which is super cool. <laughs> but like, um, I, I like having these kind of opportunities. It's, and, and I like just following that direction now that, that tends to make me the happiest. Yeah. Having opportunities is a lot of fun. I love it. Yes. Like, like I woke up one day and I was like, this. okay, I have a lot of podcasts that I, that, that I want to be on. So I'm going to book them all. So I just started like doing things. I have a charity. I, I did a charity on Thursday and now we're doing this podcast and then I have another charity on the 27th and then something else. That's amazing. Podcast. Yeah. So I, I was like, I'm going to hit up all my friends and all of the beautiful, amazing gamers that wanted to collaborate or, or do like, um, podcasts. I'm just going to book them all right now. And I just started booking them all. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. It, it's amazing. And, yes. It's super fun. It's, it's super fun. Well, like Conrad was sick for a while, so it was really hard to like get anything done. And I lost a lot of motivation from that, but he's not sick anymore. So now I'm like, I have a lot more free time. I'm a lot more motivated to, to get back into like the, the grind set. Grind set. I like that. I've never heard that before. I'm making friends. I love making <laughs> friends. My favorite thing ever. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It's like the best part. Yes. I literally like making friends anywhere I go now. Um, like 7-Eleven, Walmart, I'll literally make a friend everywhere. Like it's my main goal to talk to somebody wherever mm -hmm. I go. <laughs> uh, I'm, now, not, like, I'm um, not quite there. I'm not quite there yet. There. I'm more of a, it, it's funny. Cause I'm an, I, I, I would consider myself to be an extrovert in most mm -hmm. cases, but as soon as I go out in public, I will not say anything to anybody. I think that that's just like a society thing. Like, I don't know, like the, the world is so busy. You don't want to inconvenience anyone by getting mm. in their way. Yeah, that's like a lot of people. But like there are those people that I admire, those people that just talk to everyone for no reason. Um, and I like being that person. My sister's the opposite. My sister's like, I hope nobody talks to me today. Right. Um, yeah, and like you are aware of those people that are like, oh, that, that, that person probably doesn't want anyone to bother them. But I've gotten to this point where I'm like, I don't care if they do because like even though I'm like, I hope nobody talks to me today, when somebody's nice to me, I, I really like that. Like especially when I'm out in public. So I like to try to um, project what I would like as, as a person, like if, if somebody walked up to me and they're like, oh my God, you look so freaking nice today. I love that dress. I would literally, I would make my day. So I like mm. to try to do that to other people. Yeah. I get so yeah. much energy from social interaction, but I don't Same. try to- It's a huge extrovert thing, yeah. I, I don't try to create the social interaction, which is odd, I feel like. I don't know. Maybe it's that people pleasing fear of rejection type thing. It, it could be. Yeah. 
you just gotta push yourself through it. You have to realize that if somebody doesn't want to like engage with you or whatever, there's so many other factors going on in their day that has nothing to do with you, and it doesn't make you less of a person. Yeah, somebody messed yeah. up their Starbucks that morning. Exactly. Like, like, like the, you didn't deserve. Like a lot of the time, we like we 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 think the world is out to get us, and like if somebody does something, they're like that just reaffirms to us that we're like a non-worthy, stupid, trash person. But like the thinking of it in a way of like. They're just living their life and you're living your life and they literally have nothing against you. It's not that deep. They literally just, I don't know, stepped in dog poop and now they're having a bad day and mm -hmm. just projecting a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I put way too much thought into it. It's really not that, not yeah. that, um, uh, not that, it's not that uh, in depth, I guess. Yeah. Like, like we're like, okay, well, like, what do we do? Oh my God, I, I inconvenienced them. All of this happened, all of this. And I'm like, I'm literally caring too much about this. It doesn't matter. And then you, you, you can't control it, yeah. And then you overanalyze every single moment of yeah. your day. Yes, and then and then you text them and you're like, oh, I'm sorry if I came off in this way. Oh my you know? goodness, I've done that then, way too many yeah. times. Yeah, now I'm like this. Oh, well, I'm just not gonna like do that anymore. I'm just gonna be like, okay, well, I probably didn't. I'm, I'm just gonna like not because you, your <laughs> overthinking mind i can guarantee you is overthinking 99.9 percent .9 of the time of yeah. stuff that nobody else thought of yeah absolutely i mean i overthink I, everything no. i do yes exactly you could be like sorry that i was breathing too loud at <laughs> <laughs> that, sounds like, that, that sounds like something i would say too yeah and like they didn't even hear you breathe you were just hyper focused on your breathing <laughs> That is so yeah. me. Oh my and goodness. Like, yeah, and then the other person's like, "What? <laughs> what are you Excuse talking about, me? bro?" Yeah, yeah. They're like, "No, you're fine." But but like like I have friends like that, like friends who are like um, they they don't want to ever come off as like um annoying to other people, so they're like hyper like um focused on like being like people pleasing. Like my friend Lacey, she'll like message me randomly, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm like super sorry that I like I I like in chat yesterday um left for like two minutes to like go to the bathroom and didn't say anything, and then came back. And I'm like, I literally had had no idea that that happened, Lacey. Yeah. <laughs> You're fine. Like, I had no idea what was going on. I was talking to my boy, Zambi. Uh, Zambi, he was on the podcast. He's an amazing streamer. Uh, just amazing dude. He's he's awesome. Best best guy I, I know. We were talking about how people um, will apologize for not being in stream one day or, like, for, for, like, not talking or just for lurking or whatever. And we're just like, yeah, I'm just incredibly blessed to see your name today exactly and like that's how you are to those other people where you're like i'm sorry that i was breathing too loud <laughs> mm, yeah like, okay um, yeah yeah like they're like wow i like i'm just i'm just excited that you want to go to dinner with me and like you feel like you're an inconvenience in some way you're, like you're not thought you think that you're not being thoughtful enough so you're like being like overtly anal like analytical of yourself you're just over analyzing everything yeah absolutely yeah. i think but we like just... those wait what i i think we just need to understand or just realize everybody we're all basically the same and that yeah, yeah. even if somebody does take offense to something weird you did mm -hmm. um if they choose to dwell on that then that's their problem yeah, as long exactly. as as long as it's like a minor thing like it, like for example uh i was at costco the other day on sunday don't go to costco on sundays <laughs> it's it's a karen fest but this one oh, person cut in front of me kind of like just like I'm, I'm i'm angry i'm moving through here and i was just like oh that's rude but then never thought about it again if i was to 
dwell on that all day, that's when it becomes a problem. Yeah. But for that one little interaction, eh, eh, it's all right. No big deal. Dwelling on it can can lead you to accidentally projecting it. And a lot of people mm. end up that. I like to say to people who like come in that are like, I haven't been here in a while or I haven't been able to catch many streams because um, I've been working a lot. And I'm, one thing that I really like to like point out is the fact that, that nobody owes me anything at all. So the fact that they even were thoughtful enough to come in there and say that is crazy to me. I'm like, literally, my own parents, like my dad doesn't even choose to be in my life. And you chose to came, come in here. You were thoughtful enough to come in here and say, hey, I was thinking about you. Mm. I've been thinking about you. Yes. That's really freaking nice. Okay. Like what? Um, it's 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 just crazy that like, um, it's like, but I understand that feeling because when I, when I haven't been in my friend's chat in a while, I feel like trash. I'm like, I'm not supporting them enough. But like, Somebody who who loves you will respect that you have that you're a person and you're trying to follow your own happiness and things come up like your interests change like you meet people that like you become friends with and maybe you you, you earn new hobbies so you can't be around all the time but like get it having those friendships that no matter how long you go without talking you can literally reconnect with them at any point those are special they're very special friendships and i always tell anyone that no matter how long we go without talking i don't care if it's like two years three years um i'm still going to love them if i see them in that period of time or if i don't like mm-hmm. if i see them like 10 years from now and they're like oh my god hi i used to come to your streams and i'm like oh my god you did that's crazy how have you been um they literally shouldn't feel bad for not being there absolutely yeah. definitely not life happens life gets in the way and who am i to tell you that you have to be in my chat watching me play a video game i think that a lot of people like like you you've probably been in these situations because i have a lot of people like um like like when you don't set boundaries and you're a people pleaser you give everyone else your time and then they become entitled to it and then they get angry at you for spending your time how you want to Mm. um i think that those types of people have been in those types of situations where like you're like oh well i'm going my friend's not gonna like me anymore because i'm not being performative enough for them i'm not being transactional enough for them i'm not giving them enough but like a real friend will be like you don't have to give me anything you are enough just as you as you are and those are like the best kind of friendships I always try to tell people that I know that no matter what happens, if, if I, if I somehow end up hurting you or we just part ways or anything happens and we just stop talking, even if you block me on all social medias, I will always be here to talk. I will always, um, be available because I don't, I, I think it's silly. It's silly to, uh, dwell on things that may have happened arguments or disagreements or anything yeah as long i want to help people i want to be there i want to be there for you when you're going through a rough time please reach out to me hey people listening i know a lot of you my audience are very close friends with me if you ever need anything talk to me please that's a very empathetic um caring way to 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 see things i i love to look at things like um if somebody perceives something that you did is wrong um like let's just say if you didn't know that you were breathing too loud and somebody else was like, <laughs> were were you breathing that that loud on purpose like at dinner and i'd be like oh no i didn't even realize that i was you know like not even getting offended i like to try to interpret things in like positive ways like things that other people are saying to me are not to to get me like like out to get me because a lot of the time you can interpret things as rude when they weren't meant as rude just because somebody like didn't say them as politely as they should have so or like even sometimes people are rude but if you interpret that and you don't take it as rude and you don't get offended by it and you like push it back like oh, are you all right <laughs> you know like you don't get offended by it but like you're like oh are you doing all right because they like bump into you with a card or something and they're mm-hmm. like 
and and they're shocked because they they're used to people like like react like being reactionary and being like angry back so then it starts an argument but if you're not reactionary and angry back and you're more understanding that there's something going on that's causing that person to lash out instead of taking it personally that really helps like build relationships and stuff yeah it really does yeah, not being re reactionary is a huge thing it's it's a huge great thing to happen like like if your friend comes up to you and they're like, i'm mad at you and you're like oh my gosh what what happened and instead of being like this why are you mad at me like like wow you're, you're just walking around being mad at me and i did nothing wrong you know like some people go on the defensive and they're like i did nothing wrong you know and that just starts an argument but like if your friend comes up to you and they're like i'm mad at you and you're like oh my god what did i do i'm so sorry <laughs> like you're understanding about it then that's that's what's going to help like resolve yeah. the issue yeah. even Instead if offended that there's an issue altogether understanding the issue and trying to like solve it is better than getting offended even if you're completely in the right and you you yeah. you are objectively correct in a disagreement it is better to try to fix it yourself exactly then to focus on the wrong person to fix it exactly because that person like you can't change the mind of somebody who's made up their mind so if somebody's angry at you they're going to be angry at you and like i don't know you just have to be like you have to understand where they're coming from and then like help lead them to the conclusion that they're missing yes so like you're like yeah so like you thought it was this way, but I was doing this for this reason. So instead of getting like offended and being like, wow, you're just overanalyzing things. You're, you're just trying to start a fight with me today. Um, instead of doing things like that, cause that's extremely toxic and reactionary back. And like at some point in my life, I, I like probably would have reacted like that. Like if a friend would have walked up to me and like, been like, I'm mad at you for this reason and blaming me for something that I didn't do or I didn't mean it like that. Um, and it, like in the past, I might've been like, well, that's rude that you're doing this. Why are you making an argument with me today? But now at this point in my life, if somebody walked up to me like that and I'm like, oh my God, what? Wait, 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 what's going on? And then if they, like, as they're describing it, you could be like, oh, no, 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 no. There's a huge misunderstanding. I literally was walking to the bathroom that direction because I didn't want to run into your dad in the hallway mm -hmm. or something like that. Right, yeah, of course. Just leading them to the right direction because they overthought it. it. They overthought it the same as, like, the the breathing thing. Like Yeah, okay. Yeah. You, you, yeah. you are just an expert at taking the way we think and then flipping it in a way that I hadn't thought of before. It's incredible. You're blowing my mind. You're, you're freaking amazing. No, you, I mean, I'm and you, and you, and you, and you see, I'm learning. I'm learning too. And you, <laughs> yeah. it's the new, no, you just everyone. And you, we're going to start a movement. Yes. It's going to be the, and you movement, the, and you movement. Yeah. Although no, you is like one of my favorite responses ever. Yeah that that is that is one of my favorite responses ever it works for compliments insults everything yes it does it's amazing like even playful insults like somebody says um somebody says something dumb like uh these tacos were disgusting i say no you exactly <laughs> or, or like you can like deflect um somebody's like hi how are you doing today no you right it's just um, a perfect what? response it has yeah. a million different weird. meanings and uses just like the yeah. word nerd yeah that's true i call so many people a nerd like mm -hmm. obviously we're all nerds to some degree yes like some people some people get really offended which is super funny i'm like you nerd and they're like i'm proud to be a nerd and i'm like you should be you should be that's you a nerd. good thing nerd is an yeah, endearing yeah. term yeah exactly but like some people are like i'm proud to be a nerd i'm like you would be nerd <laughs> <laughs> you just double down yeah you just Another double down nerd. on them yeah because they're they're taking it as an insult when like nerd is like not an insult like obviously you're a nerd i'm a nerd everyone's a nerd harry potter people are nerds freaking people who love pokemon are nerds like there's nerds of all facets in life there's knitting nerds like there's nerds of everything yeah if you're like super into something you're a nerd so like like even our grandmas are nerds okay 
all of us are nerds. Yeah, it's fair. Yeah. It's true. We've all got something we nerd out about. It's true. There's literally nerds everywhere. So calling somebody a nerd and people are like, well, I'm proud to be a nerd. I'm like, you should be. Good nerd. for you. I'm so glad that you're proud to be a nerd. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You should be proud, you freaking nerd. Yeah, you. That's what a nerd would say. Exactly. <laughs> I've noticed that you call all your people gamers. Like, that's your yes. main term. Yeah. I love it. Uh, uh, mine is nerds. I love that. So, what's up, you freaking nerds? You would say, what's up, you freaking gamers, you beautiful, yeah, amazing exactly. gamers. That's what you would say. Yes. Well, like, some people are like, I'm not even a gamer. And I'm like, well, you are now. Well, you are now. Have you played Candy Crush before? Gamer. <laughs> I love Candy Crush. <laughs> a huge Candy Crush stan. Have, have you, did you play Temple Run when you were six? Gamer. Gamer, right there. Do you play Monopoly? Gamer. You're you're literally watching me play a game right now on Twitch Gamer. Yeah, that that counts. I mean, you're living yep. the game secondhand. You are. You you watch games for content. You're a gamer. Gamer. Everybody's a gamer. gamer right there. Yep. I mean, my... I like to say like literally, there's so many different facets that make you a gamer. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you're playing Candy Crush, I'm like, okay, you're a Candy Crush gamer. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're in the Candy Crush category of gaming. Are there any Candy Crush streamers? Is that a thing? Probably. I mean, there's gotta like, be, right? yeah well like i i play candy crush in like doctor's offices and stuff sometimes and like like before i go to bed and like i was like at a doctor's appointment with my mom because i gave her a ride and she's like sitting there and i'm like i like i i, I like pulled out candy crush and i was just doing it and she's like oh you play candy crush too and i look at her <laughs> and like thousands of levels ahead of me she's like a candy crush god and i'm like what yeah that's amazing and i love that yeah, she's like a god at Candy Crush, and, 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 and she's literally so freaking posh about it too. Like she's like looking at my like lowly peasant Candy Crush mm. board. Like, mm. Yeah, exactly. She's like, mm. if Being only like you knew half head, yeah. of my power. Yes, exactly. She literally has like friends. <laughs> she's got a whole friends list of Candy Crush people. She's like thousands of levels ahead of me. She's like, yeah, well, like these levels, and like I'm like, what? Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, it, it's always it. funny. Yeah, it's like always funny when like you you like when you're casually playing something that somebody else is a god at and you don't even know it. Like you're like, oh my god, let me show you my Pokemon that I just caught, and they're like, they're, they're like, mm, yes, look at my archive of shinies. Here's my like, three thousand CP Snorlax. Yes, and you're like, what? I'm sorry, I only have a two thousand CP Snorlax. I'm sorry, I'm not as good <laughs> as you. <laughs> yeah, we're like. I have I don't know anything about some things, so I'll, I'll be like, well, like um, like like casually playing Pokemon as a kid. I'm like, oh my god, see my Pokemon? I caught this Pikachu in the grass, and somebody's like, look at my shiny Pikachu that I spent ten days hunting, and I'm like, what? <laughs> What's a shiny Pikachu? <laughs> what is that? I so I'm like, they, they go hard in the Pokemon. I some people go hard. I still don't know what a shiny is. I mean, I I know, but I don't really like. It's uh, just an alter alternative colored Pokemon. Yeah, that's I thought I figured it was that, but. Yeah. I thought maybe there was more to it. Well, a lot of shinies have like, I, I don't know if they give all shinies certain stats or just in certain areas, but there's like certain IV shinies that are better. But like having shiny Pokemon is just a flex because they're they're very rare and like the code for them only pops up like one in like sometimes 10,000. Mm. One in like 100,000. So like people will literally reset their games for like four days to get like a a starter that's a shiny wow like repeatedly yeah for four days that's wild yeah people do that it's that's crazy a, that's kind of dedication i don't have yeah and like people also do that with breeding they'll like breed like a billion eggs until they get one shiny one just crazy yeah sorry i'm not built like that 
Yeah. I used to breed Pokemon, but not Shinies, okay? Shinies are like... Shinies are crazy. A step above where you were at. Yeah. Like, like I was breeding, like, a bunch of eggs. Like, I was running a bunch of eggs, and I'm like, if a Shiny happens in here, it happens. But, like, I'm just trying to get a perfect IV Pokemon. I'm not trying to get a Shiny. Sounds and, like, like something a nerd would do. That, well, that sounds like something a nerd would say. It takes a nerd to know It really does. It really does. It does. Yeah. Um, man, I don't know. So... Are, so I, I should have I should have asked this long ago, but are you full time? I am, yes. I'm a full time okay. streamer. Now. That's amazing. Yep. Yes. I, I kind of figured you were, but I wasn't entirely sure. Um it it, it just made sense and I love that. Yeah. Well, I was on um disability for a while because of my anxiety. It mm. it was it was catastrophic, the anxiety. Like I I could not handle I could not exist as a normal person. There would be periods of time where I wouldn't leave the house for like a year straight. Oh, wow. I was too afraid to. Yeah, I, I developed really bad agoraphobia where I was just inside all the time. Um, but then streaming really helped me out of that. And like, I'm actually proud to announce this year I'm actually full time. I'm not, I don't need disability anymore. That's so. amazing. But I feel like an independent person now, which is amazing. Isn't that great? You're living the dream. Yes, it's amazing. I'm, I'm, a, I'm an actual, I'm an actual independent person and I'm not afraid. I, I don't, I, I can live and go outside of my house now. I, I can literally like I used to be such a social person um but then when the anxiety and the depression hit it just it was it consumed me and now like um I've gotten I've gotten that love for people back and I've gotten that love for life back that's great yeah, that's amazing so I'm super excited to be alive it's it's just so encouraging to hear that I mean you 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 won Yes, they they don't tell you enough. The people that win, I bet there's like billions, like like at least like millions. Okay, at least like ten million people have beaten their depression. There's got to like be talk about, but like they don't talk about that because like a, a lot of people only like to talk about tragedies that are happening. So like you only hear about the the person that sadly loses their life, or you say like depression's a constant battle that you always have to go through. But it does get easier, and like even though like it's it's. Like the the mindset is is something that you will have to fight, but the depression itself, it it, you can beat it. You can literally stomp it into the ground and not let it control you. Like it mm -hmm. gets easier. Um, so like now I'm like I I I want to help elevate the voices of other people who have beaten their depression or other people that live with their depression or like anxiety or like any visible or invisible um disability, and show other people that you can be happy and live with it. That that is a way better. That's a much better way to help people than to tell them that they're they're they're, they're just in trouble. That it's not it's never going to get better. If you empower yeah. people and give them clear examples of winners, then it it encourages and motivates other people to be winners. Exactly. A lot of people lose their lives because, like, I remember like thinking like they say that like you will always have depression and anxiety. Um, and I remember thinking like there's no hope. When I got down to that like very, very low point, I felt nothing. I felt very numb. I was actually resentful that people loved me because I didn't want to hurt them if I were to like mm. just not exist anymore. So like I just got to that point and I was like, why do people have to love me? If if I give them a reason not to love me, then if I were to just disappear, then they wouldn't care because they would already hate me. So I need to make everyone hate me. But then I was like, but then I don't want to be remembered as somebody that's hated. Like I, I got into this like cycle where like I was like, I just don't want to exist anymore. And I just had no hope. But like I still tried because obviously I'm a people pleaser. I can't hurt people. <laughs> There's people that care about me. So like I kept fighting. And that's when I got an antidepressants. And that's when I realized that my brain literally d doesn't produce serotonin. Um, mm. And my 
because of the ADHD doesn't produce dopamine like it should. And that's crazy. I, I just never would have known that. Like your brain can literally just stop doing things. Right? Really? That's yeah, interesting. It stopped. It just stopped at some point producing dopamine and serotonin. So, so that's so rude. That's yeah, that's why I couldn't get any work done because my ADHD was just that bad. And that's why I was so freaking depressed. I literally forgot how it felt to feel happy. After I started taking like um, antidepressants, I can feel happy now. And I'm like, this is happiness. Instant gratification isn't happiness. This is happiness. Mm. I just feel happy just exists. What? It's crazy. It's like a crazy feeling that like I, I didn't. I didn't recognize that I had lost. Um, and now I like sit there and I'm like, I'll like get dopamine um, just from existing. And I can feel it. I can feel the dopamine in my brain. I can feel the happiness rising in my body, which is something that I didn't have because my body didn't produce that chemical. So that's crazy. That's, that's amazing. Insane. Yeah, it's insane. And like, I'm like, I, I can't remember the last time I felt just happy. And like, that's also like a, a like sign within like depression or ADHD. When you like switch hobbies a lot and you like hyper-focus on one hobby, you're trying to wring the dopamine out of that hobby. Um, and then when you get bored of it, you're like, okay. And then you throw it off to the side. So you have half finished projects everywhere. Like, oh my gosh. Gone through. Yeah. Are you literally explaining my entire <laughs> process of living last few yeah. years? That's yes. It's You have no yeah. idea. That's literally my brain. Yeah, you're, oh you're trying goodness. to you're trying to wring the dopamine out of anything. Like you're trying to like wring any amount of dopamine out of it because you get really excited like um, starting something because you're like, oh my god, this is so exciting because it's new. But then as soon as you get used to it, you're like, uh, it's not going to be instant gratification anymore. It's going to take some like actual like time to like get to the next level of good at this. So I'm just going to throw it away and get something else. Like wow. it's just so common with ADHD. Yeah, that's that's okay. That's that's another clue that makes me think that i might have adhd i have yeah. no idea i've never gotten it checked out it never really was a huge deal for me yeah. but like well, I well, can't, a, lot I, of people, a lot of people have adhd but like their adhd isn't as debilitating because it's a spectrum mm, so, like my sure. adhd was like very severe at a young age i couldn't pay attention i was really bad in school so like i was diagnosed at eight but my sister definitely has adhd and she was never diagnosed she was really good in school she reads very well but like she obviously has adhd and it's debilitating in some aspects of her life or like challenging so like having that diagnosis and just understanding that your brain works, that you're neurodivergent is a huge thing. Like then you'll be like, oh, this makes sense why I hyper focus on things. This makes sense of why like when I get into a project, I I can't be disturbed or also get upset because I'm so such so in a focus mode um, be, because you finally got into that. Like you, you, you finally are focused where like you'd have to like dredgingly like do this task and you're like, oh, I have to do this task. But sometimes you get so focused on it and you're so you're so motivated. You're like, I'm going to do it right now. And you're just really into it that you can't can't have your folk your, your focus broken that is a huge indicator oh my goodness yeah that, that's a huge indicator of like hyper focus and like trying to wring dopamine out of certain things because adhd people's brains just don't produce dopamine like they should that 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 that's got me thinking <laughs> yeah. it's that. a huge thing like 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 if you know you know and like self-diagnosis like it's valid like, like, even if you are like, haven't been diagnosed by a doctor, if you know, if you think that you have something, like, I have a lot of friends, like, my friend most recently, she's like, I think I have autism. I, I, it, it just really resonates with me when people talk about it. And I'm like, you probably do. If you know that you have it, then you should go get diagnosed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
like there that there could be like a better thing for you like maybe a better lifestyle i know that like i forget that there's fruits and vegetables in the fridge because if they're in the drawers because i can't see them an adhd mind is literally quite literally out of sight out of mind it doesn't exist anymore if you can't see it oh wow so you end up losing things so like i like literally i'll just not remember that there's cheese or something in the drawer or like i'll forget that i bought something so i'll buy like five things of eggs on accident and i'm like oh my god <laughs> there's five things of eggs here oops yeah or like i'll like open the drawer and there's just like really bad fruit and i'm like oh god mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's rough i i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do a little more research and maybe yeah. check that out because that's really interesting i don't i don't think i'm i don't think it's bad enough to where i need to get onto a medication or anything but it but definitely at, at least to understand myself better yeah well, like you, you also relate a lot to me talking about it. So like, that's a huge sign too. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like we're the same person almost. Yeah. There, it, there's a wild. spectrum obviously of like difficulty, but like no matter how severe your, your, like what you're going through is whether it's depression, anxiety, ADHD, it's still valid. So like, um, if, if anyone, regardless of the severity of something tries to make you feel like you're lesser than because you don't have to take medication for it, like, just don't listen to them. Mm. There, there's also people that have literally like told me like, well, I have ADHD and I don't have to take medication. Like as if like I'm weak for doing it. Oh um, yeah. Which is, yeah. Which is stupid because I'm like, you're, it's a spectrum. Okay. Like we're not the same. Yeah. Those yeah. people are dumb. I, I just need medication because it helps, but like, it, it it's good that you don't. And like mm -hmm. some people need medication for other things. Yeah, it's a it's it's really interesting. This is yeah. this has been this has been absolutely incredible. It has. This has been super fun. I I, I feel like we've literally talked to each, to each other in a very literally in a very like um friend way, even though we we weren't we never really talked before. So mm -hmm. that was really cool. Yeah, we instantly literally connected as friends. Absolutely, my crippling anxiety was terrified all week leading up to this i was like oh man oh man i'm gonna make a fool of myself but you know i yeah I, i'm really i'm really happy with how this went well that's just like a, a um a another way to show that your anxiety is irrational mm -hmm. yeah, yeah very irrational and, and it's funny because even with the people i know very well i still have the exact same crippling anxiety right before i record these which is why i try to start it naturally like i did earlier yeah exactly also you could be feeling that crippling anxiety because you're like wow I, I if i do this and like it doesn't turn out right and i don't upload it i wasted that person's time mm, yeah absolutely I, I that a lot too because i want to collaborate with other people on youtube videos in june like all june i want to do that with other streamers and stuff and i'm like what if what if i do the youtube video and it just doesn't come out right and then i just don't upload it and they're like where is it and i'm like i just didn't know how to make it like interesting or you know, like I'm, I'm afraid that I'm gonna fail in that facet. So, mm -hmm. but that is stupid because literally everything you will make will will be fun, and like no matter what it is, the people that like you will like it. So just make it. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, just make you it. Have fun. You want to just make it. Yeah, there's there's an audience for everything. I literally see people watch videos of like um like when Jenna Marbles was on the internet, she literally made jean chairs and like random stuff, which is super funny. Mm hmm. That that yeah. is that's weird. Jean chairs. Yeah, like 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 those five minute craft videos. Oh, like it's okay. Not a five minute craft where like they're like doing like a a ten day task, but they act like it's in five minutes and then you <laughs> right. try to re replicate it and it's falling apart because that's not true. Or like yeah. it's like yeah, or like the like craft ends up being like a thousand dollars to get all the materials for. Oh yeah, like that. yeah. That's one thing they never say the the, the material cost. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like you're gonna need ten pairs of jeans for this chair. <laughs> like, <it's there. laughs> um. 
so where are you available like what are your, what are your social medias let's plug them real quick i i, I know Ooh. for a fact i think only one person that listens knows who you are one Ooh. of my one of my people knows who you are i know for a fact that one um so let's let's hear him i want to i want to hear it and it'll be helpful for me too Okay, so literally, I am a mental health advocate. I literally love making friends. Uh, my main goal in life is to elevate my voice to be louder than depression because it cucked me for so long. I'm upset about it. I also learned that dogs have depression, which makes me double upset. So depression is literally an enemy <laughs> now. Okay, it's an enemy. Um, um, I am on Twitter at Holly Lynn, um, H-O-L-L-E-L-Y-N, because somebody stole Holly Lynn just to bother me. Um, <laughs> and then on Instagram is Holly Lynn with H-O-L-L-E-L-Y-N-N. And then on Twitch, it's just Holly, um, H-O-L-L-E. And then, yeah, that's pretty much all of them. Uh, links to all of those are going to be on the episode page or in the description, wherever they are on all the different platforms. That's where it's going to be. Uh, check her out. She's amazing. 10 out of 10 would recommend. No, you and you. 11 out of 10. And you. <laughs> um, Literally every time I see you now, I'm just going to go, and you. We, we have to at this nobody, point. No, nobody's going to understand. It's just going to be like, and you. And you. Yeah, it's just going to be yeah. like, didn't you be know you? No, no, no. I said what no. I meant. Uh, This was amazing. Thanks for being here. It was. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Yes, this was super fun. Hopefully, like, um, I can get on another podcast, but I'll actually get ready. So yeah, right? Up. I'd love that. Yeah. I'll, I'll wake up beforehand and not just crawl out of bed yeah like well maybe maybe the host of of said podcast would send a message saying hey i would like to do a video version that might yeah. be helpful too yeah well like <laughs> things i don't know things are just like like you're just starting doing this and like things like like the game show that i was on the other day like it was just the same like she she didn't tell us that we needed cameras on but a lot of people are like i'm gonna do cameras and they like dressed up for the event and i'm like oh my god i'm the only one that has a camera mm -hmm. off right now yeah and and i would have like like i had a good chance to like be in it but i couldn't raise my hand during like the last part so i was like damn it i could have won oops i didn't have a camera yeah i was like dang it all right but uh, next time i'm in i'm in it to win it all right okay? let's do it uh, that's yeah. it that's uh super exciting all right yeah bye everyone <laughs>